Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. What an encouragement the programmes that you're making this week will be to the Christian who feels that they are weak because, as you said yesterday, you, along with many other people, can say the words of Paul that when he was feeling weak, he actually realised how strong he was. The important thing, you know, is that Christ is allowed to work in us and through us. Now, you see the same process operating in the ministry of Jesus. Um, I've been saying all this week that the secret of the life of faith is not, Lord, help me, but it's not I, but Christ in me. Uh, As Paul said in his testimony in Galatians, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Now, Jesus lived by the same principle that he didn't do anything himself independently from the Father. Now, he is the word of God made flesh, but he said, I speak no words of my own, not I, but only the words my Father gives me to speak, the Father. He said, I do nothing of myself, not I. I do only the things I see my Father doing. I have not come to do my own will, not I, but the will of him who sent me, the Father. So you see, all the way through his ministry, Jesus lived by this same principle, not I, the Father, not I, the Father, not I, the Father. In what he said, not I, the Father. In what he did, not I, the Father. In fulfilling the will of God, not I, the Father. So Jesus was preparing his disciples to live by the similar principle, not I, but Christ, not I, but Christ not I, but Christ. That this is the life of faith, that instead of trusting in myself and my weakness and my frail human abilities, I trust in the Christ in me, no matter what the situation, when I speak, when I act, in seeking to fulfill the purpose of God, not I, but Christ, not I, but Christ. So let me just give you a personal example. Whenever I'm making these programs or preaching the gospel, I don't come with a prepared text all set out, but I am expecting God to speak through me. I'm therefore concerned to be in the right place with God, right relationship with God, so that it will not be I who's speaking, but Christ who speaks through me. He is, if you like, giving me the words to speak. Now that, I find, is a lot more encouraging and produces much better results than if I was coming with something that I wanted to say. Obviously, if Christ is going to speak through me, um, that is going to be very much more effective. And there was one, uh, some little while ago now, there there was one day, uh, and Julia, you will remember this, when while I was speaking and making one of these broadcasts, I fell asleep. I was so tired, but I continued to speak. And actually, at the time, it was a very unnerving experience because I woke up a few minutes later and I was still speaking, but I hadn't got the remotest idea what I'd been saying. So 
I was thinking, what have I been saying? And the words were still coming out. And I thought, well, I, I better not try to think this. I better just go on trusting Jesus uh, to finish the message. So I finished the message, and I, I said to you, Julia, at the end, did that make sense? And you said to me, yes, that made perfect sense. And I said, well, I haven't got the remotest idea what I said because I was asleep. And I really was asleep because after that I was awake. You know, when you catnap, you wake up afterwards, and then you've got revitalized energy. So I could make some further programs after that. But you see, to me, that was a dramatic uh, I don't know that I would want to, the the experience to be repeated, but it just showed that it was Christ that was speaking through me. It wasn't me, and he was actually he actually used it just to show me that he needs my mouth, but he doesn't need me to get in his way at all. I can just be the channel of his truth, the channel of um, uh, of his grace to other people. It's the principle I want you to get hold of. And I just mentioned that to show that Christ really will work through us, not because of us, but despite us. It doesn't matter how weak you are. Now, we looked yesterday at the teaching that Paul received from Jesus at the time of his thorn in the flesh, how he said, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, weaknesses so that Christ's power will rest on me because the Lord had said to him, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. So if you want the power of God to help you in your life, you've got to be weak and you've got to remain weak and not try to be stronger and stop praying, Lord, make me strong. He says, I don't want you stronger. I want you weak so that you will depend upon me because I am the strength of your life and your portion forever. Now, there's a wonderful um, verse in uh, chapter 13 of 2 Corinthians where Paul says this in verse 5, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you unless, of course, you fail the test? What is the test of faith? Whether you are living in dependence on the Christ in you. It's not, it's not whether Christ lives in you or not. He lives in you if you're a born-again, spirit-filled believer. By God's gracious gift, he has given his son to come and live in you by the power of his spirit. But that, that's not the life of faith. The life of faith is depending upon him and not depending upon yourself. You can't depend upon yourself and him. You've got to depend upon him and not yourself. And this is the test of faith that Paul is talking about. He says, examine yourselves to see whether you are really in the faith or whether you have sort of compromised faith by simply saying, Lord, help me, help me, help me, help me, suggesting, of course, that you are still the one that's going to do it. He says, test yourself. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Now, wouldn't it be foolish to believe that Christ Jesus is in you and still to trust yourself? Don't you think it would be foolish knowing how weak you are, knowing how vulnerable you are, to trust in yourself instead of the Son of God who lives in you. You see, if you believe Christ is in you, 
surely the most sensible thing to do is to trust him. Now, Paul says we do not even know how to pray as we ought. You see, are you going to do the praying, or is Christ in you going to do the praying? Uh, Paul says we have to pray at all times in the Spirit. That, that doesn't mean we just speak in tongues, but we, we let the Spirit of Christ in us pray through us. Jesus is the author and perfecter of our faith. So are you going to try to have faith, or are you going to say, over to you, Lord, you have faith for this situation. I'm trusting in you to break through or to resolve or to meet the need or whatever may be. You see, it's just this question, not I, but Christ. It's not Christ help me. It's not I, but Christ. So to live this life of faith, I've got to learn not to trust in myself. Well, that, that should be relatively easy, shouldn't it? Except that we're so used to doing it. But I mean, if I recognize how weak I am, then I'm going to trust in the one who is infinitely par more powerful and greater than I am. So no room for anybody to say, ah, oh, but I could never do that. No, you see, there is no situation that God puts before you that uh, is impossible. Um, all things are possible for God. But you see, what Jesus also said is everything is possible for he who has faith. Everything is possible. Everything is possible for the one who has faith in him. Why? He lives in you. And if nothing is impossible for him, then nothing is impossible for him in your life and in your experience. So if you trust him, he will do what for him is possible, what for you is impossible. The amazing thing is, of course, that everybody will think that this is you doing it. And as I said yesterday, when people, if people start to congratulate you and thank you for the way in which Christ is working through you, you must always, 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 without fail, not take any of the claim or acclaim for yourself, but say, praise the Lord, give God the glory, thank him. Why? Because it's Christ working in you and through you. So if you take the glory to yourself, then what are you doing? You're putting yourself at the center and not Christ in you. And therefore, you're not going to get the same results. You're not going to get the same measure of victory that you have when you trust him. So it may seem to you that God puts one situation before you after another that is exceedingly difficult for you to resolve. Well, that's actually deliberate. I, I always say I can give my testimony in one sentence. God continually asking me to do things I can't do and then enabling me to do them. Why? Because I trust in the Christ in me. And the Christ in me will enable me to do whatever God is asking me to do. So it doesn't matter how great the challenge, how impossible the situation, it's never impossible for Christ. It's never too great for him to do. And the wonderful thing, my friends, is when you trust him, you find him working through you in ways that you would never have dared to imagine, that he is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 